where I show my sister the good, the bad, and the ugly of horror movies. She cultures me. I culture her. So, what are we talking about today, Paris? Jeepers Creepers. And you with have my boy, Justin Long. And you've just watched it for the first time. I mean, a few kind, days ago. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yes. So, what did you think of it? I really liked it. It's a good horror movie. In it is opinion. a good horror it's, movie. It's kind of funny. It's kind of got just as long in it. It does kind of have a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeepers Creepers, um, it does seem to be very loosely based off of an actual true crime case. I was doing some research for this movie. Is it? Well, kind of. The director, um, Creeper Victor Salva, <laughs> has he's never admitted it. But um, a lot of people have drawn this connection. So it was the murder of Marilyn Depew and the murderer, Dennis Depew. And they, there, in 1991, they had an episode covering the case. And there are so many similarities between the two that it's really hard to not see that it, he might have drawn some sort of inspiration in it. Um, so yeah, 10 years before Jeepers Creepers comes out, this, this Unsolved Mystery episode airs. And the reenactment shows a couple driving on a stretch of Michigan Road, and um, it already looks just like where they were in the movie. Like, I mean, the, the movie was filmed in Florida, but it does it looks like that's where it is. Um, so it's a couple, and they're being tailgated by a very aggressive driver, and he's driving a big van, and he eventually drives around the couple, speeding out of sight. And as they drive down the road, they see the van again parked at an abandoned schoolhouse. And they see a man walking with a bloody sheet. Oh, crap. Really? And so they leave, obviously, or they keep driving, and it seems like the van might have noticed them. Um, so the van started following them again, and then he pulled off the road, and the couple drives down a little bit longer. And then they decide to turn around and get the mystery driver's license plate for obvious reasons. Um, so they go back around, and they see him, and he's changing out his license plate. And also there's blood on his van. And then they went back to the schoolhouse to investigate, and they found that bloody sheet. And this is true. This is a true story, yeah. So, um, what they had witnessed was Dennis DePew disposing of evidence after shooting his wife Marilyn in the head when she filed for divorce. Dennis would go on the lam for a year after this, and he would eventually be found dead due to suicide. But unlike the creeper, he won't be regenerating. No, I did not know that. That is actually really interesting. Yeah, I've never kind heard of, of that before. Fucked that someone didn't even credit like the case. Was just like, you know what? I'm gonna make a movie out of this. But speaking of fucked up people in real life monsters, is Victor Salva, the writer and director of Jeepers Creepers. Um, so. Victor Salva was convicted of sexual misconduct when he had videotaped an encounter with a 12-year-old who had, he had been working with in 1988. 
He also had child pornography in his oh home God. and was sentenced to only three years in prison after he pleaded to guilty to sexually abusing a 14-year-old, and he only served 15 months of that three-year sentence. So, oh my God. So, multiple uh, incidences of child uh, diddly. Yes. And 15 months. Yes, 15 months. Uh, so, that's life for me, in right? my opinion. I think, yeah, if you have child pornography in your home, death sentence. Like... Yeah. And as much as I love the Jeepers Creepers movie, which came out in 2001, it should have never been made. He should have never had the opportunity to make it, you know? Um, but I, I just, I didn't really want to talk about it, but also at the same time, I feel like it's part of the conversation when you're talking about Jeepers Creepers. Um, yeah, also, it's, it's also just good to know, like, information on who's making your movies. Yeah, and, and what, uh, you know... He's a he's a real life monster. A real life creeper. He was the real life creeper all along. Oh boy. Um, wow. But I think you know, because I saw I saw that movie when I was a kid, and if I were to make a list of my top ten horror films that were my favorite, Jeepers Creepers is probably one of them. But it is unfortunate because I, yeah, I didn't know that until later on in life. Yeah, that's just people gotta just ruin good things by being Yeah, is there any weird. celebrity nowadays that isn't gross? You know, like Kevin Spacey used to really like Kevin Spacey. You know, I think money just makes people really weird. Maybe. I don't know if he had money at the time, though, but yeah. I mean, any form of influence, too. Like, yeah, I'm sure he was around a bunch of, like, other famous people and at least probably thought... He was hot shit, you know? That well, you know what's really gross? Even more, well, not even more gross, but, like, adds to the grossness of the story is he was 400 pounds. He was 400 He was almost pounds. 400 pounds. So he's a 400-pound, nasty-ass child abuser. Fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. But, so anyway, I, you know, I guess in this instance, because, you know, I don't think anybody knew about it when Jeepers Creepers was made. Obviously not. Um, we do kind of have to set aside the art from the artist, and also, you know, there are a lot of other people working on the movie. It wasn't just Victor who, you know, made this movie. It was other people who worked really actors. hard. Yeah, the actors, producers, makeup artists. I mean, there's a lot of people who worked to make it a good movie. And, and so we, we like those people. And we like those people. Not... Especially Justin Long. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get to Jeepers Creepers. So, the movie opens up on a stretch of road um, with the car driving on it, much like the story as told before. And we meet brother and sister Derry and Trish, played by Gina Phillips and Justin Long. And I love them together in this movie. I think they have such good chemistry. They they, they played a brother and sister like really well. They played I think. A, and they looked alike too. And I just yeah. think they both did a really good job. She was beautiful. Oh, she's so pretty. He's handsome. We love Justin Long. Yes, we do. If that wasn't clear yet, he's he was he was he was extra handsome in this movie. Yeah, he was, and I, I love him. No, what? What? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're uh, as they're driving along, they're driving home from college for break, and um, they're 
Actually, did you know she was 30 when they filmed this movie? She was, she does not no. look 30. She actually looks like a college student, which is kind of, you know. She looks like around his age, which he was like 22. Yeah, yeah. he yeah he was 22, but it's, you know, kind of funny reversal because you watch <laughs> movies of teenagers and they're like 30 years old. Yeah. So she was actually 30, but she did not look like it. No, not at all. Um, but they're playing the license plate game where they're reading the license plates, trying to figure out, you know, what the license plate says. Love and that game. It is. We play that one a lot. We do. When we, we drive do. around together. Um, but so Derry questions why Trish is driving home with him um, and why they're taking the back road. And she's like, well, I just wanted to see the country. But there's kind of something, you know, we see that maybe he, she was in a relationship. Maybe she was supposed to drive home with her boyfriend or something. But she and just broke up. Yeah, but she just she doesn't really want to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, as they're just driving along doing their brother and sister thing, a creepy drunk right, starts riding their ass and what the hell's this problem? Just get starts swerving on them and honking the horn and he speeds off and as he's speeding off they see his license plate which they think means beating you. Beating you. Beating you. Slow down and let him fucking pass you! Right. And you know what? Not far off. Not far off. Also, this this particular truck is the most like creepy uh, serial killer truck I've ever seen. If there ever was a if serial there was killer one, truck, yes. yeah, that's definitely. And it kind of tickles me too because obviously we know the creeper is driving it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he, yeah, I don't know why. But he, he's he driving a truck be around. Inconspicuous. Yeah. Also, it like, spoiler. Uh, he has wings too, so it's like he could fly around. You he know, could be like but a it's cool more. Cryptid. It's more. He could be, but it's more fun to drive a truck and freak people out, I guess. <laughs> Tomfoolery, man. Yeah, these people. Um. So yeah, they're obviously really startled by this, and so and Trish says, um, "Well, they they she starts talking about this couple from their town." Uh, called Kenny and Darla, and that they had died on that highway, and Darla's head was never found, and oh, uh, and Kenny was never found either. And she says, "I used to think this is the highway I die on." So, is it foreshadowing? Foreshadowing? Maybe. Maybe. Might be. Who knows? Um. So they pull over to go pee. And they pee together, which I think, you know, such a sibling thing to do. You know, I, we hold hands. We hold hands under the stall. Yep. <laughs> when we're being in public. Yeah. Um, but so they go back to the car, and there's a bag of laundry, which remember that because we're going to come back to it. But he says he doesn't like doing his laundry on the campus, and it also gives their mom something to do. Yeah, he's just being thinking of his mother. He's thinking of his mother. He's so sweet. What a kind son. Also, he mentions that he turns his clothes pink, which do not mix your reds with your whites. Yeah, that's basic laundry. Come on, dude. Come on, guy. But um, So they get back in the car, they keep driving along, and they see Beating View's truck and house. Well, it's not really a house, it's just... Um, an abandoned church. An abandoned church. And it looks like he's holding a wrapped up body, and he throws it down a pipe. A bloody wrapped up. A bloody wrapped up body, and they're obviously like, uh, what the fuck was that? Um, but he gets in his truck and starts driving and honking again, and so Trish is like, call the cops. Which is the logical <laughs> thing to do. With your portable phone. 
yeah, <laughs> giving away the movie's age. Yeah. 22 years? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it came out in 2001. Um, but yeah, Derry's phone is dead. And the trucker rear ends them. Um, and they get ran off the road, um, and the driver keeps going. So Derry is concerned about what he saw, obviously. Um, and he wants to go look in the pipe to make sure it's not a person who got dumped. And, and he could still be alive. And he which could, he's wishful thinking. Yeah, right I think the best thing he, what he, I kind of, I don't think as far as, you know, people in horror movies do really dumb things to progress the plot. But I don't think this is the dumbest thing I've seen in a horror movie. No, I mean, definitely calling the police on your portable phone is the most logic. Yeah, you know, that's the most and logical the most thing ideal to do. thing. But, you know, it wasn't... Or going and driving to, like, a station and then... Or, you know, anywhere you can with, for a phone. Any of that. But it, it wasn't the stupidest thing, I think. Yeah, because he reasons with Trish. Because she, obviously, she's like, fuck no. And she's, uh, you know, I, what I really like about her character is that she is a smart character. Um, but he, he's like, what if it was you? And when you want help? So Paris, what if it was me? Little P, you coming back for me? Fucker, I guess. No. <laughs> you know, if if I felt like the driver wasn't, I, I would check to see if you were alive. And then if you were alive, I, I don't know what I would do. I guess I'd just dip and just hope you stay alive until I get the police. I, I'd save you. You'd save me? I'd save you. That's so nice of you. So they go back to the church. And there's crows everywhere, and I think crows are kind of like a signal, a symbol of death. Yes. Yes. And death they walk is around. Up, yeah, death is around, and they walk up to a stinky pipe, and they look inside, and Derry notices a light inside, and they hear a voice, <laughs> and Derry wants to be lowered into the pipe, um, and oh, Trish makes a comment about like, you know, if this were a horror movie, like this is this is what really stupid people do in horror movies. And you know, she's not Fourth wrong. wall breaking just a little bit. Yeah. And so he's trying to get lowered into the pipe. He has Trish hold his feet. Um, and then he's looking down, trying to see anything, hear anything. And then rats start crawling up. And, and he starts freaking He starts freaking out. He starts kicking his feet. And they're also, the rats are running up at Trish. And so naturally, she drops him. Yes. Um, so he's not dra dropped onto the ground. And we there's a, kind of like a spotlight on him so we can still see him. Trish can still see him. Which, where was the spotlight before? Because, uh... Excellent question. If, because uh, from what I can tell, they could barely see at the bottom. And then... Maybe just Justin Long is the, is the light. He's the light, yeah. He's the light in the darkness. But when he gets dropped, we see a rose tattoo. On his belly button. Which kind of comes into play in the second movie. Oh, shit. Did I just spoil the ending? Oh. No, I didn't. Oh. Just kidding. Oh. I didn't. I don't get that rose tattoo. Yeah? On your yeah. belly button? On my belly button. I feel like every girl has a rose tattoo. Do you have a rose tattoo? Yes, I do. There, it's two roses. Uh, Every girl that has tattoos has a rose tattoo. But it's around a skeleton, so. And a skeleton tattoo with flowers. That, it is a very common tattoo. <laughs> it's pretty, though. Thank you. <laughs> is this like when I was saying finger tattoos are really stupid? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And then you walked in and you're like. Yeah, they're so stupid. 
stupid. <laughs> and you wiggled your fingers at me? Yeah. With your uh, finger tattoos? I have a but yours are different. finger tattoo. Yours are different. You you have cool finger tattoos. One. You have one cool finger tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will be getting more, though. So. More finger tats? I do want some yeah. more finger tats. So you should get some teardrops under your eye. You know what? For all the people I've killed? Yeah. 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 That's a lot of tears. It's a lot. <laughs> too much. Too many for your face. Too many for my face. Uh, Maybe I'll just do my favorites. Yeah, that's favorite a good idea. times. Yeah. So, <laughs> Derry's at the bottom of this pit, um, and he gets up. Obviously, Trish is kind of freaked out. She's like, "I'm so sorry," and he's like, "Shut up." <laughs> um, oh, but man. he's looking around, and he also tears his shirt super easily to wrap his injured hand. It's like, I don't know if you've ever tried to tear a shirt, but that's kind of hard. Well, if you have man strength, nothing's impossible. Men do have that strength. They do, yeah. I'm not going to question it. But yeah, so he looks around and he sees a wrapped up body, a wrapped up body in a sheet with rope around it, and it looks like it's still breathing, and so he's approaching it, and um, it grabs his foot, uh, which... That's fucking terrifying. That would be terrifying. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Derry rips open the sheet, and it's a man, and he discovers stitches going down his stomach, and he starts trying to talk, and he, eventually he whispers something to Derry and dies, and we don't know if he actually successfully whispered anything, or if he did whisper something to Derry, and that, that's never revealed to us. Yeah, it sucks to suck, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it sucks when you die mid-sentence. Yeah. Yeah, so Derry tells Trish to get help, um, and she doesn't really um, understand the severity of the situation, and it's kind of, you'll see that throughout the movie. She's kind of like, mm, you know, she doesn't really... She's like the, log- the logical... Yeah, I mean, obviously she knows this, the beating you truck driver is sketchy, but she's, you know, she, she she's not seeing what Derry is saying. Um, so Trish goes to get help, and... and and uh, Derry's like, I'm going to find a way out of here. And because he realizes that it's like a basement or a cellar to the church. And as Derry's walking around trying to find a way out, he's noticing more bodies all over the ground wrapped up. And then he also sees a table with what looks like medical equipment and bottles. And there's also like a demonic figure etched into it. Um, so I wonder what the lore there is, you know, and that makes me kind of think he is definitely some sort of demonic creature. Well, he, yes, he grew wings, so I, <laughs> I think so. I think you're, I think you're close there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was watching this video about like what people think the creeper is, and someone was saying that he's like a parasitic organism. Oh, which hmm. I, I always thought he kind of looked like a vampire. He could, you know what? I think he makes a good vampire, actually. He does. Like, he looks like one of those creepy-ass vampires. He's got the wings. The weird face. The weird face. Yeah. I think he has fangs. Or at least sharp teeth. Does he? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think he has fangs. He could have sharp teeth. He probably does have sharp teeth, though. You're right. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. Um, So, but yeah, as he's looking around, he notices that that along the basement walls... And ceiling, there's bodies just everywhere. Somehow hung up, like, as Derry puts it, a fucked up Sistine Chapel. <laughs> um, and then 
So we also flash back to, to what Trisha's doing, and she's sitting on the side of the road waiting for a car to get help. Now we uh, flash back to Derry, and he finds Kenny and Darla, who were there, who they were talking about before, and he knows that it's them because there's a class ring on the man's finger, and the woman's head is sewn onto a body, and he touches it, and they're like um, petrified. They're really hard. They're they kind of look like sex dolls. They, they kind of look like or mannequins. Or mannequins, yeah. But their mouths are a little too open. They're a gape. For, yeah, they're in a gape. <laughs> Um, so I don't know any mannequins obviously, Derry is thoroughly fucked fucked up at this moment. He's terrified. He's super scared. I would be too. Yeah, but he does find stairs. Um, so as he's presumably going up the stairs to get out, uh, Trish, we we flash over to Trish and she sees a truck coming and she thinks that it's actually the uh, creeper and so she gets in the car and she tries to start it and it won't start. Um, but as it passes by, she realizes it's just like a hay truck. <laughs> um, but she misses it. She so, that so she got, could have gotten help. She could have gotten help, but she Love missed it. shit, man. Yeah. Um, so she's sitting in the car, and Derry finds his way back, and he scares the shit out of her. And he gets in the car. They start start driving back again. And he's obviously, absolutely traumatized. Yeah, he's traumatized. He's not. He's he's kind of lost in, in a trance. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. lost in the sauce. He's lost in the sauce. And um, Trish mentions that the car is low on gas. And Derry's like, Darla lost her head. And he sewed it back on. And, and so obviously Trish is like, what are you talking about? Um, but so they eventually they stop at a gas station slash diner. And the beating you truck drives by. Uh, but he keeps going, so they go. They run to the diner, and they tell them to call the police. And Derry looks at Trish, and he's like, I'm really scared. Um, and so as Derry, Trish is kind of trying to give him a pep talk, <laughs> a little bit, like a very angry pep talk, because um, she's kind. Of, she's got a very gruff kind of personality. Um, you know, someone, someone's got to uh, pep talk ya, you know, yeah. like those it, it guys in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> it would have tighter, tighter, keep it tight. Um uh but so there's a payphone or a, not a payphone, but there's a phone right next to them and it starts ringing and they answer and the woman on the phone seems to know who they are and she mentions a house of pain. She says that's what the creeper calls it. There's a house of pain. And she tells Derry it's going to keep coming after them, that there's something that the Creeper likes about them, and it wants them. And it, But if, if he hears the Creeper, the Jeeper Creeper song playing, that, that means he needs to run. 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 And this woman could be like the Creeper's wife, maybe her, <laughs> his ex. Yeah, probably his ex. Yeah. Trying to slander him, you know. Yeah, you know. Bitches. Bitches, man. Bitches be bitches. A version of the Sistine Chapel. What? You don't believe me? Drive out to the old church. If you don't believe me, you think I'm lying. No one's saying you're lying. Good, because I'm not lying. Look at this from my point of view, okay? This is a pretty big story you're laying on us here. Hey, that's your car out the pumps, isn't it? <laughs> um, so the cops show up, and nobody really believes poor Derry. Trish doesn't really believe him. Um, and the cops don't believe him, and they, he, he tells them about Kenny and Darla, and they're like, okay, well that happened 20 years ago. 
Um, so they those would, people they, would be bones. They would be bones. And he's like, no, <laughs> they're like statues. Um, and so their interrupt their conversation is interrupted when a waitress comes to them and she says that there's a man at their car and he's sniffing Derry's laundry bag. Ooh, sniffing some pants. And she goes, it looked like he was liking it too. You know, creeper. Creeper. He's you know, a creeper. That's what, that's what creepers do. Victor Salva, you're giving yourself away here. Yeah. <laughs> so they run out to the car, and obviously Derry's so upset, and he grabs his underwear, and, they, and it has his name on it, and he's like, great, now he knows my name, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the way my balls smell. And my ball scent. Also, his underwear haven't been washed probably all college yeah. that, he's had, that he's been in. So, those were some musky boxers. Yeah, the, you know, the creeper needs that strong scent. Don't judge. The creeper needs the musk. He needs the musk. But, so they walk over, because uh, Derry, Derry finds a pink fingerprint on his, uh, the handle of the door, and it's crusty and dusty and, you know, it's kind of gross. Kind of gross looking. Suspicious. I mean, if you can see a fingerprint... Yeah, that is some so, gross ass. So maybe, maybe Trish and the cops are kind of starting to believe him now. I don't know. Oh, this is weird. Yeah. Um, so they leave, and the cops are following Derry and Trish. And so they leave, and there's cops following them. And Derry is wondering how the creeper got back to the diner so fast. Because he saw him driving back to his... Um, church house, <laughs> his church, church house, house. <laughs> and so he's like, "How did he get there so fast?" Um, and then the cops. So we flash over into the cop car, and they say that they get a call that the church is on fire. Cause he's got to hide them bodies. All his hard work, all his hard work, right down the drain, in a fire. Damn. Damn. God damn it. These meddling... These meddling kids. These meddling kids. And I'd have done it, too, if you kids hadn't come along. And I'd have found it if it wasn't for you snoopers. You blasted kids. Also, another spoiler. Since this happens every, like, 23 years, you would think that the people around the town have are in the know, at least to some extent, right? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like 23 years is a long enough gap, maybe, but to, like, like... what about, like, the older people, or even just, like, huh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of death in this town. Exactly 23 years. That's huh. weird. Weird. I mean, if that one kid from It can figure out a weird clown guy comes out every... I guess he's just smarter than everyone else. Maybe. Yeah. Ben. <laughs> from it, ben. <laughs> we'll have to do that one, the episode, that movie, yes. one of these episodes. But um, okay, so yeah, we flash back over into Trisha's car, and the song they're going through the radio, and the song Jeepers Creepers is playing. But it's like a poppy punk version of Jeepers Creepers. It's kind of a banger, honestly. Um, and then again, we flash back over to the cop car. And they get another call, and they say that they ran the fingerprints, which is really fast, but that, that it was dead skin on the car. And in that moment, the creeper jumps on the car, smashes the roof, and pulls the cop's head off. Damn. <laughs> and then he throws it at Trisha's car. So both the cars stop. Um, the, so, and, you know, 
Trish and Derry are kind of like looking and they're, they're like, what happened what the <laughs> to hell? the cops? What was on our car? Yeah. They don't really know. Um, and then the creeper gets out of the car, the cop car, and he's whistling the creeper song. You know, he's got a sense of humor. Yeah. You know, the one thing I like about these, like, villains in these scary movies is that they just, like, really like to fuck with people. They yeah. just, they just vibe, honestly. It yeah, it gives me kind of, like, Freddy Krueger kind of vibes. My favorite is when the creeper picked up the cop's head and just started making out with it. Kinda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, he, but yeah, he gets out of the car, and he goes, he walks up, he picks up the cop's head, smells it, starts, mm, looks like he's kissing it, but he's actually eating its tongue. Yes. Uh, it, it is very... Sexual. Sensual. Sexual and sensual. He's, yeah. The creeper's really into it. Am I sexual? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I, I forgot the song. forgot the song. <laughs> you ruined it. Um, so obviously, Derry is like, Trish, drive. Uh, Fucking run, bro. And they do. <laughs> but so as they're driving away, Creeper puts the cop's body in his trunk along, and there's a bunch of other bodies stashed inside because he's got to see going into hibernation soon. He's got to stock up for the winter. Or 23 years, whatever. Like a little bear. Yeah. Or a squirrel. Um, so Trish and Derry, they're driving along, and they stop at a house so they can hopefully use a lit somebody's phone. And Derry, he's got a bad feeling about it, and... Um, Always trust your gut. Yeah, trust trust Derry's gut. Trust, trust Derry. Derry? <laughs> trust Derry's gut. Dare. Derry, what a weird name. That is. I wonder what Darren? that's short for. You know, I kind of... Darren. Maybe. Oh! You know what? I think you might be right. Yeah. But I, I like it. Maybe it's just because it's just a moment that I like it. It's cute. Um, so there's an old lady on the porch, and she says she doesn't have a phone, and she's just being all around really difficult, and she's... She's, she's, she's a little cat lady. Yeah, she's worried about her cats, and she doesn't want cops coming to her house because she doesn't want them getting angry about her cats. And Derry knows something is wrong when the cats start meowing, and I think it was on the phone call that the psychic lady mentioned something about cats. And was I think it? I think I... so. I, I uh but cuz he's he's getting really nervous. He he wants to leave. He's like this isn't right. So the creeper then shows up and this lady, she's kind of the badass. I mean, she's a crazy old cat lady, but she brings out her shotgun. Badass. You know, you got to protect your cats somehow. You have to protect your cats. I respect. Respect. <laughs> um so she shouts at him. And then she shoots at him, and the creeper jumps onto her roof and gets inside her house. And the lady goes inside because you know, she's a fucking badass. She and she gotta protect. That's how cats. I want to be when I'm yeah. an old ass lady, crazy cat lady with a shotgun. Yes, I want people to fear me. Okay, well maybe you shouldn't aspire to her uh, because the next shot, <laughs> uh, the creeper has impaled her with his fist. But she also lived a long life, so I think that's a really cool way to go. <laughs> Put that creeper. on my that's, gravestone. That's your bucket list? My, yeah, my bucket list. <laughs> Before you kick the bucket, you'd I like just, to be impaled by the creeper? You know, and it would be a really fun story and how I die. You know, that is a fun story. I was a badass through the whole thing. I wasn't scared. I was a trooper. And I died by some supernatural vampire dude. Yeah, I mean, there's worse ways to go, I guess. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to be eaten. But this is purely a kill out of convenience. I don't think he's, like, you know, dying to kill her. 
dying to kill her. He didn't <laughs> want know? this old bitch. Because we're going to learn that he's actually pretty selective over who he kills. Um, so, obviously, Derry and Trish try to get into the car and speed away. Um, but they're having some car troubles at first, but they finally get onto the road and they try to run him over, but the creeper is just too agile. He just jumps parkour. right over. Yeah, parkour. Parkour. <laughs> Hardcore parkour. Parkour. <laughs> um, so they, again, they keep trying to hit him, but he keeps dodging it, but eventually they do hit him. And Trish, again, very smart character. She runs him over a few times and Derry's like, do you, do you think he's dead? And she's like, they never are. Which, she's right. She's right. She's right. She's seen her her few uh, horror movies. Yeah, so she, she does. Knows. She hits him a couple more times, just for good measure, you know. Good. Which, yeah. smart character. We love smart characters. Yeah, and they, they stop and they look at him for a second after hitting him like four times. And a bat wing pops out of his body. But he does seem like he's dead. And so they hit him one more time and they drive off. They drive to the police station Trish calls her mom, um, and as she's doing that, D Derry's looking at a wall of missing persons posters, and I'm sure he can't help but to think a lot of these people were probably abducted by the creeper. And see, and that's when you investigate and you start to see a pattern, right? That's that's when questions start. These cops. No, but Dang. they're just not smart enough. They're not smart cops, I guess. Also, I don't know if it's said in the movie, are Trish and Derry twins? No, I think Trish is supposed to be older. Than okay, him. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh <-huh. laughs> um, so the lady who called them walks in. Her name is Jazz. Jizz? 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 No, not Jizz. Jazz. <laughs> or it's like. Is better. It's like. I, what, I was reading it. It was like Jazz. Jazz Lynn or something. Jazz. I don't know what I was reading. But they call her Jazz or Jazz. But the cops know who she is. And she's the crazy yeah, lady. Yeah, he's like, they're like, she's the crazy lady. Just ignore everything she says, but she's not the crazy lady. And she goes on, she tells um, Derry and Trish that every 23rd spring for 23 days, it gets to eat. And it only eats certain people, and it uses body parts to regenerate. Do you know what the meaning of 23 is? Do you? So 23 years for 23 days. Do you, do you? I don't. Oh, you're doing I, I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> no, but you know what? We should Google um, what 23 means. My like, birthday's on the 23rd. <gasps> so am I the creeper? Maybe. Uh-oh. 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 That's not... You could Google the number 23 while I keep reading and talking. All right, I'll um, do that. So as, as the psychic is talking to them, the creeper is outside the station, and he fucks up the power. And so the psychic is telling them that one of them has something it likes, and it likes to scare people so it can get a good scent on them to see if it has something that it needs. And at that, that moment, the power goes out, and, um, you know, they're like, well, we think we killed it. <laughs> but she's like, well, no, it's eaten too many hearts for it to ever stop. And cut to the creeper, and he's eating an inmate. Um probably needs some, you know, new parts after getting hit <laughs> so many times by a car. <laughs> Gotta heal yourself Gotta somehow. Gotta heal yourself somehow. And so the psychic knows something that she's not telling them. And she warns them about them being in a dark room, and they're screaming, and the creeper song 
is playing. Creepers, creepers. So, but she, yeah, she, she knows something. She's withholding some information. Um, but so the cops come to them and they want to take him to a room. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> and the psychic wants them to get out of there. Um, the, the creeper keeps killing some cops, rips a dude's heart out. Rude as fuck. Rude as fuck. And they can't get out of the station because the power is out. And Derry realizes just then that the psychic knows he's going to die. Um, the kids run away, or the kids, I mean, G Derry and Trish, they run away. And the, so the creeper, the, or the psychic is waiting in the hallway as they ran. And the creeper comes up to her, and he smells her, and he doesn't want her. So, kind of rude, also, again. Hella rude. Hella okay. rude. So, dis dish, <laughs> Derry and Trish are hiding in a room. And the creeper busts in and smells them both, and he tosses Trish aside. And he picks up Derry, and he's gonna fly off with him, but before he does, Trish pleads for the creeper to take her instead. Take me! You don't want him. You don't want him. Whatever you want, you can take it from me. Um, and Which is nice of her. Yeah, she's a good sister. Yeah. That, that would be me, I, I like to think. That'd be you? Maybe. I don't know. I might just be like, eh. <laughs> In the moment, it might be like a, oh, yikes. Yes. He's pretty spooky. No, just kidding. I would, I would, I would try to save you. Aw, thank you. Yeah, but, and, but anyway, so Derry's like, don't try to be a hero, Trish. Um, but it doesn't work. Because um, she's not afraid of him. And he flies off with Derry into the night. And I, I wonder if... Okay, so he wants... There's something in the fear that he smells. And I wonder if he had already made up his mind earlier, the, the creeper, if he had made up his mind earlier um, that he wanted to get Derry when he was, like, rear-ending the car and, um, you know, fucking with him, if that's what he decided, or if it was because Derry was so freaked out after seeing what he saw, because Trish didn't see yeah. what he saw. And he was, like, traumatized by yeah, that. Yeah, he's traumatized. Like, straight up just, like, a, a staring into space, blank stare. Yeah. The hundred-mile stare, if you will. Yeah. So maybe. You got a point. Yeah, so that, I, point that was just something I was... Sorry. So yeah, that was just something I was tossing around with. Um, but yeah, so the creeper flies off with Derry, and the next day Trish is at the station waiting for her parents to pick her up, and the sidekick comes in and Trish asks her if her dreams are ever wrong, referring to Derry screaming in the dark while the Jeepers Creepers song plays. And the the lady, you know, she's trying to make <laughs> she's trying to be as sensitive as possible. She's like, I'm just a crazy old lady, but, you know, we know she's right. Yeah. Um, so Trish walks out of the building, and she sees a crow fly by. Um, and so we follow that crow over to the a new setup that the creeper has at, like, an abandoned warehouse. He just something. has these abandoned places up his sleeve. Yeah. Like, he really marks them out. I yeah. like his planning. <laughs> he plans well. So... And he's, yeah, he's got a new place, and we hear Derry screaming. <laughs> While the song plays, yeah. and uh, the creeper's like sitting in a chair doing his, his crafts, smart crafts. crafts. 
Yeah, and, and um, but yeah, Derry stops screaming, and the final scene we see Derry his belly button and his belly button, and then his eyes are gone, and we see her right through his head, and then the creeper so pops which means up. He put the he took the whole back of his head off. Yeah, yeah, oh, rude. gross. And but the anyway, the, the we see the creeper's eyes, and he opens them, and it's Derry's eyes. And that's the end of the movie. No, Derry. No, Derry. But, okay, so I was reading about it, and so the, Victor Salva had originally written a different ending for the movie, but they had to change it because of budget cuts. Oh, okay. So the, ori the original ending of the movie was supposed to be um, that they escape the police station, and they find um, the creeper's truck. And Derry takes it, and the, the creeper is on top of it trying to get to Derry, and there's a train. And oh. so Derry goes and drives into the train in an attempt to kill the creeper. Oh, shit. And that was the original ending. Damn, Derry would have went out a fucking G. I know, and I, I you know, I, I, I like that ending a lot more, because Derry is a brave character, you know, he wanted to go back. He wanted to make... I mean, they're both brave characters, I, I, and I like that. They're both courageous. They're not cowards. But if they're going to die, like... Have them die in, like, a with badass, dignity. with dignity... He, he died losing his eyeballs yeah, to a creeper. Like, he suffered. A creeper that Poor dairy. boxers. But it would have co <laughs> cost a million dollars to shoot that scene. So, But they... I don't, I, how much did the movie make? They probably would have made that. They back. made, I think, thirty-eight million dollars, and I think it, they had like a ten million dollar budget. Yeah, they would have. They would have made. They would have yeah. made back that money. But but I guess if you don't have the money, you don't have. You don't have the money. Yeah. I don't know how filming works. I wish. I mean, I like the ending because it's really scary. But at the same time, I'm 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 emotionally attached to Derry. I did. I didn't want either of them to die. You know, you watch horror movies sometimes, and you're like, yeah, yeah. "Can you just die?" Yes, yes. <laughs> but you know, you don't feel that way about either of the brother and sister. They're good characters. They're good. They're they really, really good, good characters. characters. Yeah. So that's that's the very sad and unfortunate <laughs> ending of the movie. Rip, rip, dare. Rip, rip, dare. Darren, but possibly Darren. Not sure. So they went on to make a sequel. I think in like 2003, and I watched it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's like a bus full of high school kids and it's supposed to take place in the same 23 day period they can do this they can still totally do this because they've made um a total of four jeepers creepers movies the last one was like jeepers creepers reborn and i haven't the only one i've seen is the second one but i guess in the third one trish does make a cameo appearance at the end saying i want to get everybody to kill the creeper or whatever. What was this in the same twenty three? No, this is or supposed this to be is like a flashback to the twenty. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But well, at the, okay. So I should also add that at the end of the second one, it seems like a bunch of people or the survivors of the bus incident twenty three years later are trying to make sure that it's dead. I don't. I can't remember if it's successful or not. Obviously not, because they had a third one. Um, but I think it would have been so much better. If they would have pulled, like, a Laurie Strode on us, you know, and Trish comes back. The revenge arc. Yeah, 23 years later, and she avenges her brother. But she's fucking jacked as fuck. She's, she's jacked, yeah. She, like, buys all these demonic books and, like, it's really smart and, like, demonology. She turns into or... a demon hunter because I think what, what I really liked about the original is that it doesn't... 
feel like a campy horror movie. It doesn't feel like other monster movies like like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. These feel like real fleshed out characters, but I think what I, from what I remember of the second one and presumably the ones that come after it, they kind of they fall into that, you know, the basic movie, the basic horror movie kind of formula. But I feel like yeah, the, the original subverts a lot of your expectations in a way because you think that the creeper is going to want the girl and it doesn't want the girl and then she's really brave and, um, you know, I just think, I think it's a really good movie and I, and they, you know, just, just, you know, 23 years later, it's, it, like, the movie came out in 2001, it's 2023 now, we could totally make it happen. Heck yeah. Just pretend like the yeah, make, second, pretend, third, and fourth didn't exist. <laughs> pretend like they didn't exist. And make one where Trisha's just a badass. And I'd be she, so, kinda she like kills a, him. Kind of like a Buffy. Yeah, kind of like Buffy. But probably more badass. All right, any, I would like that. Any final words to polish this off? I'll sniff your boxers. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Paris, you and I, we got a long stretch of highway to go. We got a road trip planned. So yeah, I really hope that I really uh, hope my head doesn't creeper get pulled. Gets, yeah. Uh, me too. But maybe I'm the creeper. You might be. Dun, dun, dun.